Local people, local stories. This is the KDKA All Local on Pittsburgh's News Weather and Traffic Station. 100.1 FM and AM 1020. KDKA. I'm Paul Rasmussen. Fatalities on Pennsylvania highways are trending up so far this year. News Radio KDK's Rob Taylor has the numbers. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says 265 people died in traffic crashes in Pennsylvania in the first three months of this year. That's a 13.2% increase from the same three-month period last year when the number was 234. Pennsylvania wasn't alone with fatality increases on the road. There were 18 total states with increases, but just six of those states, including Rhode Island, Mississippi, and North Dakota, had a higher percentage increase in estimated road fatalities than Pennsylvania. Post-Gazette reports Pennsylvania has issued its own strategic highway safety plan to reduce highway deaths and has an ongoing safety education campaign to get motorists to change their behavior when they get behind the wheel. Rob Taylor, News Radio, KDKA. A part of I-95 closed in Philadelphia reopens with a temporary roadway today. Just 12 days after a crash and fire triggered a collapse, PennDOT says the interstate reopens at noon. Construction crews have been working 24-7 to get I-95 reopened. Early estimates are the rebuild will cost between 25 and $30 million. Summer is barely underway, and already humidity and rainfall are popping up in the forecast, frequently. AccuWeather's Dean DeVore says we're going to experience a long period of humidity. Isn't it feeling uh, much more sticky out the door as we get in the next few days? That will get even worse. We'll get more showers and some thunder over the next few days, uh, especially today. I think it's the afternoon into the evening will be most active. On the Big K Morning Show, Dean said the active pattern of showers and humidity will continue through next Thursday. Highmark Health laid off 118 employees this week. It's the third round of layoffs this year, and the cuts were made in both the Blue Cross Blue Shield plans and the Allegheny Health Network. The Pittsburgh Business Times reports the layoffs are the result of changes in the post-pandemic health care landscape. The Fayette County Courthouse was locked down Thursday after shots were fired outside the building. Officials say a bullet hit a judge's chair. The shots came from a neighboring street, and a home in that area was the intended target. Police say there's a juvenile suspect. June is National Gun Violence Awareness Month. Last night, residents and religious leaders gathered for the Clergy Council of Squirrel Hill Stands Against Gun Violence quarterly meeting. Gun violence increased in Pittsburgh last year, up 13%, including non-fatal shootings. A former Butler School Board member is on parole for violating a temporary sexual violence order. A judge issued that order in April after Bill Hawley was accused of having a relationship with a 17-year-old who worked at his outreach center. The Butler Eagle reports Hawley violated the order with a Facebook post. The judge put him on parole and ordered him to pay a fine. Hawley has since been charged with sexual assault and other crimes. Scientists may have found a way to deal with an invasive and destructive insect. News Radio KDKH Shelby Cassessi has the story. The spotted lanternfly first appeared in Pennsylvania in 2014 and has since terrorized farms, vineyards, and plants. Researchers out of the University of Delaware recently traveled to China, where they may have found an answer. Two types of wasps that appear to be a natural predator of the lanternfly. Eric Countryman is an invasive pest and plants expert in Pittsburgh. A parasitic wasp that is able to attack 
the eyes in various stages, in their egg stage, their nymphal stage, and as uh, the full-grown adult. Researchers still have more to learn before introducing the wasps to the U.S., especially to ensure they won't harm important insects and plants. Shelby Cassassi, News Radio, KDK. Pittsburgh Regional Transit says about 85,000 people used light rail to get to and from the North Shore for Taylor Swift's concerts last weekend. That's nearly four times the typical ridership on a Friday and Saturday. PRT also says the Juneteenth combined with the concert to bring ridership to the highest level since the start of the pandemic. Thanks for listening to the KDKA All Local. You can follow or subscribe to this podcast in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. For the latest breaking news, traffic, and weather, be sure to tune in to KDKA or download the Odyssey app to take us with you wherever you go.